Welcome to How to English Teach and Learn with Gavin M. It's a podcast about teaching and learning English as a foreign language. All opinions stated are personal and references will be given where possible. I am still learning as misattributed to Michelangelo. Misattributed? Yes. Who did say it? Oh, I don't know. I didn't get that far through the article. It's a anyway, great quote. Um, it's like something you'd have as a tattoo, isn't it? But still learning. We're also M. We're all still learning. Let's jump to episode forty. What is it called? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what did we decide? It's, it's called. It's all about the students. It's all about the students. Because where would Student, we be? Students. Where would we be without the students? Well, I don't think we'd have jobs really. No. Nobody... And where would students be? Where would students be without teachers? Yeah. Learning online, just doing Duolingo every day and um, using dictionaries and probably <laughs> still learning. You still need teachers even for those things, don't you? <sighs> Controversial. Don't know. Okay. Yeah, I hope so. I anyway, really hope all, so. I love about... my job. I want to stay doing it. Good. So Good. I'm happy to hear it. Where so... would we be without the students, though? Yeah. But it's actually called It's All About the Students. So let's begin. Okay. So um, according to a study by Ulrich Ammann at the University of Dusseldorf, Germany, uh, he said that English has approximately... 527 million native and bilingual speakers and it's the official language spoken in 56 countries and it has approximately 1.5 billion learners. In fact, I think that was back in 2015. 1.5 billion learners. Yes, E-L-L, I think they've got English wow. language learners. That's a lot. So they're divided into uh, foreign language speakers and English as a second language learners. Uh-huh. Yeah, difference between the two groups is that EFL speakers generally are those using English occasionally for business or pleasure, mm -hmm. while ESL students are using English on a daily basis. Oh, that's good to know. That's a nice distinction. Okay. It's really interesting, isn't it? Is. It is. And according to ITEFL, they estimated that by 2020, mm -hmm. there would be approximately two billion learners, speakers. I'm not sure when they projected those figures, but the numbers may have gone up a bit since. <laughs> it could even be higher. Do you well, know, that's, that's one in four people, Em. It's incredible. I'm just thinking, yeah. On the planet. Because this industry has become quite um, flooded, I would say, yeah. with people suddenly needing to... Have you noticed you know, that? Uh, personally, no. But I, I think I've noticed more competition. We're not talking about teachers. But just, just to deviate slightly, I think there's a lot of a lot more teachers coming onto the market now because it's a way of making money online. And I think that there's a lot of people who are out of work at home thinking, how can I make money? Oh. And EFL, it's there and, you know, most people can do it. It's a lucrative market. Very. So it's flooded the... The industry a bit, I think. And perhaps so. there are more students. Maybe they've got more well, free I'm wondering, time. But it's reassuring. Those numbers, those ridiculously high numbers are reassuring. So there's enough students to go around, I think, yeah. is what we need to remember as teachers. So students are learning maybe online a bit mm. more. Mm. And because jobs, they may be more available. Partly because of that. Meetings are going to be online. Maybe because they've also got more time. That mm -hmm. they think now's a good time to brush up on their languages. Yes. So it, it could be a lot of reasons. M, mm. why are people learning English? 
Well, we've said it's probably for meetings and mm-hmm. for companies where people speak English as a common language. Okay, so it's the language of business. The language of business. Science, technology. Entertainment, probably. Oh, yes. To, to watch, what do you mean by entertainment, M? To watch Netflix. <laughs> Not only Netflix. Well, to watch TV. It gives you access to the world of entertainment. Yeah. I agree. Are you quoting that? Are you both? All right, okay. Um, so, yeah, business, I'll, I'll put entertainment. All, all, all the links in the show notes. Tourism. I mean, people just travelling around that want to go to places and be able to understand people and talk to people in other countries. That's a very good point, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's good for travelling. Is cause... there a really massive one that I haven't said? Oh, exams, perhaps, for promotions and universities and... And educational purposes. Yes, that's it. Helps you increase your educational opportunities. Mm-hmm. Give me a clue for the. Well, you're doing really well. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. just enjoying listening to you. Okay, I think I might be done. I don't know what else. You tell me. <laughs> um, it's fun. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't think of that. It's fun. Just it doing, it, doing it for pleasure. Yeah. Just enjoying yourself. Exactly. I, I really like that. That's and also. Um, Maybe English is a bit easier than some other languages to learn. Right. So I, I guess if you've got a choice of languages, you might choose to go for English mm-hmm. rather than, I don't know, another language, which mm. is a bit more difficult. Yeah. Okay. They're all good points. So you've answered my question. That's why people are learning English. Well, M. Yeah. I've posed a question to my students. Which question? Why are you learning English? Oh, so that same question. That's what a better way to find out. I yeah. know. Get it from the horse's mouth. <laughs> okay. Are you saying your students are horses? No. No, but it's, it's an idiom. It is a good idiom, it isn't is, it? Yes. If they are listening. So um, they have said almost exactly what you said earlier, which is things like for promotion, to get more money, uh, wanting to talk to other people, to foreign people in business situations, having conversations. Also, some of them do live in English-speaking countries. And, for example, one of my students said uh, he's living abroad and he needs to talk to his son's teacher and colleagues and neighbours in English and it's necessary for him to improve his English to have a smooth life. Right. That's very real, isn't it? It is. Real reasons. So that's why they need some real English from us. Uh-huh. Yeah. And another student mentioned that he is a massive fan of Arsenal and <laughs> he wants to be able to read their tweets. Oh, that's lovely. It's really, yeah. really good, isn't it? So this is real practical English. Like, right. how can I improve my English so I can follow my favourite British football yeah, club yeah. and learn about what's happening, relegation, mm-hmm. um, do you know any other Red cards. Words? Red cards. <laughs> um, what, what is it when they, isn't there a period where Simulating. They... I know that one. That's what good. What does that mean? That's when they pretend to fall over. No, that's... I'm sure it is. Simulation. It's when they're doing the whole, oh, I'm so... That is definitely Damaged. not com- called simulation. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I can't gonna, believe you're go. checking it. Look, how many kilowatts of carbon are you using now? Go back to our episode last week. We talked about Google. I know. Well, don't, I don't waste it. It's called diving. Yeah, but that's specifically when you fall on the ground. But when you know, oh no, he pulled my shoulder and now my shoulder's coming off. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I could only think of diving. Yeah. So we uh, deviate. Lots again. of these words. Oh, what's the other one? What's the really good one? Where they kick the ball between your legs? <gasps> 
nutmegging. To nutmeg. I love that I word. I love that word. It's okay. a great motivation to learn. It is. It really, is. Really, really nice. It's just finding your motivation, isn't it? I think if you haven't got that already. And I've got a recording from some of my students telling us why they are learning English. Would you like to hear it? Absolutely. Okay. Here we go. I um, would like to be able to discuss with other foreign people over the world. And, and uh, also I needed uh, to, uh, to improve my business because uh, some of my business partners are abroad. Also, I would like to um, show myself that I am still able uh, to learn something. Okay, so I'm learning English because I really would like to be able to talk to everybody in the world um, and to watch videos and series in, in English too. Uh, I think this is really important to be able to understand correctly everything and to um, express what you really want to say. So that's why I'm learning. What about you? And me, I need to be more confident in my different meetings because uh, I'm new in this international company and uh, the English language is the, the most used in, in this company. So to be able to understand all the people and to be able to have some discussion out of the meeting, out of the professional meeting, um, around the coffee machine, for example, I need to improve my English and it's a real pleasure to work with you, Gavin. Thank you. And thank you to my students. They're all absolutely super duper. Brilliant points. I think um, the first student saying about business and improving his company, I think it's really important. Yeah. And just to learn something new. I it's know. It's just a great That's thing, That's amazing. At any time in your life, you should have that challenge and say, right, mm. I'm going to do this. I'm going to improve my knowledge of something. And it's wonderful yeah, to yeah. hear that from English learners. It's great. And the second student mentioned what we said about entertainment to watch TV, yep. to be able to communicate online. Yep. So it's it's just the language of, of the internet. Yeah. And um, it's really important mm -hmm. to, keep, to keep up with that. Yeah. And then, yeah, the third person, they're all really good, aren't they? They're so different. I know, and, yeah. Um, having confidence. Yes. Meetings, you know, it's, it's hard walking into a room of people mm. and not knowing their level and yes. feeling like you might not be able to, you know, keep up with the level as well. That's so, it. And you need to impress them sometimes. And you mm. want to impress them with your language, with your confidence, with your body language, and mm. all of this needs to come together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hope we can help with all of those things. And it's a pleasure working with them too. Yeah, how much did you pay him to all say of that? Them. <laughs> <laughs> You've got lovely students. Cam. I know. Thanks. Lucky you. That's it, exactly. And finally, I don't think I've got anything else. <laughs> Great wrap up there. Okay, there you go. Okay, so that was why. Why are you learning English? Yes. Well, I also asked my students some questions this week, or one question, I should oh, say. Really? Yeah, because I thought the same. Like, what better source of information than the students themselves? So my question was. What makes a good lesson? Mm -hmm. What makes a good English lesson? Oh, that's a really good question. Yeah, they had some really good ideas. So firstly, I think most of them agreed a positive atmosphere was very important. But then I asked sort of how do you get a positive atmosphere? Like what is the key to that? Some of them said, and this is what I'd like to know if you agree yeah. or not. Yeah. Um, some of them said that they thought similar people with similar ideas 
created a good atmosphere. What do you mean by that? Well, people perhaps who work in the same company with the same job, Mm -hmm. who have the same interests, makes a good atmosphere. And that makes it better because they've got similar interests? Exactly. Ah, And they've got, they're on the same page kind of thing. What do you think? That's not a good advert for diversity and you know integrating people with different opinions is it well i said that i think sometimes different opinions creates a really interesting yeah, atmosphere that's what i would say but it's a personal thing so okay. i mean some people think it's good if you're all sort of similar and other okay. people want to just lots of different opinions so. i like it. well i like both views but that's interesting that your student prefers that sort of security mm. of familiarity yep. okay yep. i like it i thought it was an interesting point i think it's a really interesting point and i do try to find with my students like what do you have in common and then we sort of work yes. from that point, yes. not what's different. That's it. Fight. That's it. I think you start with the things in common yes. and then you get to know each other and then it gets more like, well, what's different? And then you fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of interesting. So that was really good. And uh, so they also said, you know, motivated people in the class uh, as students. And I said, well, sort of how do you create that motivation? Mm-hmm. How do you create that environment? So they were saying fewer than five people. Fewer than five people. Yeah, in a group would be like optimum oh, so right. that you can talk and have, um, you know, a lot more time. That's really good. I like that because like... For- from the teacher's point of view, we can't really tell how mm. content, how happy the students are with the level of speaking time they mm. get, the engagement they get. It's not very easy for us, but you've yeah. actually got some feedback. Yeah. So is that student in a group of 10? They're, they're in a group <laughs> of five. So they were sort of saying, this is the limit for me. Oh, right, okay. I, think, I don't like, want anybody no more, else. No more than this. Um, but they were confident enough to say, but, you know, low teacher talk time. Okay, but what, what sure... if the student was in a class of three students? What do you mean? Did you get the impression that five was optimal, as in we don't no, want... No, I think, obviously, the fewer the better, I think, was the point. Ah. Yeah. So is one-to-one the ideal situation? Oh, I didn't ask. That's a very that's a good point. I didn't ask. I because think they I... do like having someone else to talk to. Yeah, other than the teacher. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always think students in group classes... In, really enjoy interacting with each other but Mm. I suppose it depends on the individual yeah because this student actually did say about teacher talk time and I thought it should be very low what what do you mean by teacher talk time? The time the teacher talks compared ah. to the time the students talk. Oh, how much time? How much not, time? Not what time? No, no, that's weird. Em, would you like a coffee? Thanks, Gav, but you know I only drink tea. Oh, yeah. Well, that could be arranged. Oh? Followers, if you're enjoying listening, watching or reading Gavin M's How to English pod, visit coffee.com forward slash how to english pod that's coffee ko-fi.com forward slash how to english pod and it would be lovely if you bought us a coffee or a tea to show us support and you could even get a mention on our show if you'd like um so just making sure that there's a definite emphasis on the students talking. Okay. And this student actually recognised that and was it was great that they mentioned it and said, we I recognise that the, the student needs to talk more than the teacher. Oh. And maybe in the past, teachers have talked too much. That was my next question. Do you think it's because they mm. had a teacher who talked too much? Yeah. Uh-huh. Which a lot of my students say they were really interesting or they were a really nice person, but... 
they spoke too much and they didn't give me time to talk. Okay. So that was like a really key thing that, that my students recognised, which I thought was very, very good. That's um, really good. And it reminds me of a previous episode that yeah. we had. Do you remember we had an episode all about teaching groups? Was it about groups? Uh, or yeah, a... yeah. I don't remember the episode, though. No, I'm trying to it's remember. It was a long what... time ago. It was ages ago, wasn't One it? One of but the first. I remember saying that um, I had a group who said I didn't talk enough. Uh, yeah, so you've got to get it right. Exactly. You can't just sit back. Mm. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, a couple of them mentioned about structure, that they like a kind of structure to the lesson, to see a kind of introduction, oh. some kind of body to it, and right. then a summary. Oh. Um, so that was good to know. So is that is that the way you teach? No. <laughs> I made notes, furiously. Really? Really? Made lots of notes. Yeah, I don't really... I mean, I structure it, I think, but not not in that kind of today we're going to learn this and then at the end now we can see we have learned this kind of way. But I think that this student particularly liked that approach. That's really interesting. I'm so curious to know what our listeners are thinking Mm. right now, whether they're thinking, that's how I like to teach or that's how I like to learn. Yeah, well, every student's different, every teacher's different. Uh, Everyone agreed it has to be relevant topics, interesting topics, Something real and something that they're actually learning, that it's not just something they already know, either the language or the topic, that it should be that they learn something. Something new. Well, learn something new. But if it's a theme, like a topic-based lesson, that it should be a relevant theme or a a real theme. What do you mean by real? Well, I suppose a news article or something applicable to life rather than something kind of hypothetical. Like I'm thinking second conditional sometimes can be a bit like... Oh, just walking in with grammar is not going to be Yeah, exactly. Something like a gap-filled grammar like doesn't apply to anything. So feeding in the language somehow through the conversation. Topic-based lessons. Yeah. Okay, and make the topic interesting, relevant. You mean like relevant to them personally? Yeah. Yeah. To their country? To yeah, all that. They're interested in the yeah. UK or their the US or... their country and... Current um, events. Yeah, current events. And finally, just uh, not overly complicated and at the right level. Ah. So it has to be challenging but not impossible. Right. Um, so they don't feel... Like they're not keeping up with it, I guess. That's very hard. How would you know? Well, I think it's what a teacher's job is, isn't it? That's what we're supposed to know. You can't know what's in the student's head. But you do the needs analysis and you find out. I think you get a sense of it. So you should pitch it right, I think. Yeah. Um, So I was really pleased with that feedback. That's amazing. I'm still thinking about five is the optimal number of learners. Yeah, I don't think I said optimal. I think I said just... The maximum. Yeah, but I, I like the idea that the student's sitting there with four other students <laughs> and thinking this is a perfect number. That, From my point mm. of view as a teacher, it's an odd number. And that, <laughs> that's a problem for me because that means I have to be one of the students. Yeah, I like four. Four is really nice for me. Four's just perfect. It's enough for a group chat without yeah. people like waiting their turn too yeah. long. But then you can pair people up as well. Change your partners. Change your partner. It's just oh, it's such got a everything. good number. It is good. Yeah. Yeah. And are these online students or? Yes, are... they are at the moment. But okay. I've had them face to face as well. So, so maybe technologically, five might be. Can I say optimal? <laughs> Maximum. You're sorry. So determined to get me to agree um i don't know yeah maybe i'm not sure my computer can take more than five people at a time i I realized today just um, by the by that skype um 
actually, if you've not got the window maximised, it sort of squeezes everybody in. And you can. I had five students and I could only see four. And then I just expanded the window a little bit and then one of them popped up. Oh, that's brilliant. So you just got to remember to make it bigger. Okay. And then it lets the other person in, I'll so keep to speak. it in mind. Yeah. To be honest, I think most of my classes are one-to-one. But Oh, okay. So... What was your... You said you had an, another question, I think, you mentioned? It's funny you should mention that because I gave them two questions. Yes. And also, I forgot to mention something earlier. I've just remembered. What, for the first question? Yeah. What was the first question again? Uh, the first question is, why are you learning English? Yes. And one of my students made a really, really good point, which I didn't think of, but is excellent, which is that in their language, in their company... They use English expressions. in Within their own language, you mean? Yeah. So when they're talking in their language yes. to each other and saying, right, we need to have a meeting tomorrow, and one of them says, I don't know, for example, what time does it kick off? Mm. And then suddenly they've used an English expression. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and that's t- quite common, is it, you think? It is quite common. It happens a lot. I've heard it a lot from my students. They also mentioned brainstorming as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if we're still using that one. So you would need to know the meaning of that English word in order to use it in your own language. Yes, yes. Mm. So that was really interesting. I didn't even think about that. You're going to hear a lot of English words in your own language. And if you don't know them, how could you respond correctly? Yeah, yeah. Great point. So I asked them a second question. Which was? The question was, what are your learning tips? Mm -hmm. Because we are... How, what, what's the podcast called? You should know. How to English, Teach and Learn with Gavin M. Yeah. That's it. And it, it contains a lot of tips, to be honest. <laughs> More tips than a porcupine <laughs> sitting on a hedgehog. Oh, my God. On top of, you know, one of those little balls that's got all the pins sticking out of it? No. No. Sea not. urchin. What about that? A sea urchin. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> so the the tips that I got from my students who are absolutely, the thank you to everyone, by the way. You're all totally cool. Um, don't be shy, uh-huh. especially when you're making mistakes. Just don't worry about it. Just keep going. Expect to make mistakes. It's not a problem. Your yeah. teacher will help you repair your errors in English. The people around you will give you some advice. You know, if it doesn't make sense, they'll say, sorry, what do you mean? Reformulate it. Try again. Just use other words. Mm. Describe it. If you don't know it, describe it. That's what I always say to my students. So, yeah, yeah don't be shy. Um Use English continuously and watch English TV programs, read English news, have lots of English lessons with your favourite teachers. <laughs> um, and I've got some more tips which were, oh yeah, fa- follow all of your favourite musicians, actors. Football teams. Football teams, exactly. Come on, Arsenal. <laughs> and um, also make it a habit. So make learning a habit, make English a habit in your life. Oh, one of the students said um, you should listen to Gavin M's podcast. Oh, oh, that's great. Apparently it's very good, I've heard. Uh-huh. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. It's available on Spotify, iTunes and all of the other googly things and Anchor and stuff. Yeah. Mm. And uh, finally... Um, my student said, to be honest, I'm not the best person to give advice on learning English. Oh. Uh, my level is going up slowly because I'm not focused on my mistakes or vocabulary. 
But if students are not lazy like me, and they take about ten or twenty minutes every day to learn something new or repeat what they learned in their lessons before, and if your teacher motivates you, it can be lots of fun to learn. Oh, that's wonderful! It's really nice, isn't it? Practice your language in real life if possible.、Um, and my student mentioned about writing emails in English at work, and that's a really good way to practice. Yeah, yeah, it is. Brilliant. And I haven't finished there.、Mm. I've got some recordings of my students, and I want you to have a listen, Em. Yes. And then you can give us a bit of feedback、Great. on this. Great. I'd、you、like、ready? that. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. I'm reading some books to learn vocabulary, or、uh, I watch series too, and I can ask you some question and talk about it. And I think this is my tip. Or、oh, I'm learning grammar rules. And I can talk about it with you after and practice again. So this is my my tips. Yeah, that's really good advice. Just、um, I, I liked what she said about practicing in the lesson. Yes. Doing the theoretical part in her own time. Yes. And that's just a great method, I think, of improving. Definitely. So if you watch a TV program, then later say to your teacher, "I watched this really good TV program.、Yeah. They used these words. They were amazing. What do they mean?、Yeah. How can I use them?" Or even you just tell the story of the program. Yeah, exactly. Do the passive stuff in your own time, and then use that time with the teacher to really activate what you've seen or read. Brilliant. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. And. And mine,、um, I learn from my mistakes. I think、uh, yes, I need to talk freely, and uh, and uh, and I think、uh, the best way to learn is to it's when you correct me, and、uh, and when I understand exactly what are the main mistakes I did. Nice to hear students saying it directly、mm-hmm. to you, like、yeah. just stop me, correct me. That's, that's how、it. I learn. Exactly. I think I think that's really important for teachers. To correct the students as well as possible, not every time, but maybe just at the end and say, "Oh, remember you said this word. What did you mean?、Mm. What's a better way of saying it?"、Mm. Or if it's a mistake that keeps coming up again and again, then the teacher just needs to step in and say, "Okay, stop making yeah, this mistake、yeah. now. Really focus on it. Get this right next time." Yeah, and keep persisting. Yeah. Don't just give up and、yes. say, "Okay, well, I'm not going to be able to fix that." You know, you've got to persist. Oh, persist. Persist. Oh, I really like that. M. It's funny you should mention these wonderful adjectives to describe. I think that's yours, a verb, but yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> M. It's funny you should use these really wonderful descriptive words、mm. because I've just prepared a couple of little words here. I was thinking maybe imagine. Your students, and I'm going to give you a word, and you just tell me if this reminds you of one or two or maybe all of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, For yeah. example, here we go. Ambitious. Oh. <laughs> Have you got some ambitious students? I think so. Yeah. Okay, that's very good. Have you got some outspoken students? A couple. Oh, I like that. I like the outspoken ones <laughs> <laughs> with lots of character. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What about、um, assertive students? Yes. Yeah. Attentive. Yes. Oh wow, that's really good.、Uh, what about punctual?、Uh, some yes, some no. <laughs>、um, Most of them yes. That's good. Okay. What about、uh, well-behaved?、Um, we're talking about adults, so yeah, <laughs> I guess so. You might have noticed they were all very positive, weren't they? Yes. To describe maybe active students who are 
focused. Mm-hmm. They're they're contributing to the lesson. Yes. They're not just sitting back and being aloof. Aloof. Mm. Does that remind you of any of your students? No, I don't have any aloof people. Oh, that's really people. good. Okay. What about a, a couch potato? Uh, is that relevant to students? <laughs> I mean, I am. Can I say that? Well, to, to be honest, now that we're teaching at home, I have seen some rather lazy students just sitting on their sofas. Well, what do you expect? They're in the middle of a lesson. I mean, what do you think they're going to be running around with their... They get very easily distracted, you know. There's like, uh-huh. They've got to do the washing up and maybe do some All right. cleaning. Well, distracted and, and the cats is a good word. Actually, that is better, isn't it? Couch potato. I mean, you can't not be in this situation. (laughs) What about the last one? Um, A pain in the neck. (laughs) No, I haven't got any pain in the necks. Okay, well, I'm happy to. I get a pain in the neck myself when I'm looking down at my screen all day. Oh, yeah, and to be honest, I'm getting pain in my eyes from staring at computers all day. But um, other than that, yeah. No, my students are not pains in any places. I'm really happy to hear it. Well, (laughs) some of those words came from cytws.edu.hk. So thanks for that. Nice list. They were the positive ones, and we had loads of um, negative ones from Speak Confident English. This is two different places. One specific. Specifically doing positive <laughs> words, the other one negative. I had to go to two different websites That's for them. A bit strange. All right, well, um, I wonder if you're sitting at home and thinking, well, actually, that describes me. Maybe <laughs> I should be uh, less of a couch potato and get back, open my grammar book or, you know, switch on a video and start learning English and improving my skills. Yeah. Just watch an episode of your favourite series. Yes. But then, remember last week? Vaguely. Use energy wisely, if that's anything that we learned from, <laughs> from our environmental episode. Yeah, well, I come back to the have fun thing. Like, just enjoy it. That's, that's the main thing, isn't yeah. it? Don't enjoy feel like... it responsibly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Talk about learning English. Just, you know, don't make it a chore. All right. I want to say thank you to all of the fantastic people who have contributed to this week's episode. Your students were fantastic. Your students were amazing. I'm still thinking five. <laughs> Which is not the optimal point. Number. It was never the point. But it's fine. If that's your takeaway, fine, Gav. All right. I'm going to wrap up by saying thanks to everybody. Thanks to all the wonderful people for following us. Um, tell a friend, tell a colleague, tell a fellow student, tell a fellow teacher. Just tell everybody, anyone. Tell tell, tell people. All right. Anyway, um, so that's good. M. anything else? Well, I'll just say don't approach random strangers and say, go and listen to Teach and Learn with Gavin M. Because no. that would just scare them. But you know but... what? It's all about the students. Thanks, Em. Thanks, Gav. See you later. See you. Bye. Bye.